Welcome to Indian Prairie Podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Pease. In today's episode, we'll have a conversation about the work of our volume reading team. This team came together with the challenge to increase student reading volume in District 204. Allington defines reading volume as a combination of time students spend reading plus the number of words they actually consume as they read. And in a recent report from Scholastic about kids and family reading, they found that children are more likely to read outside of school if they are reading a book for fun in school. So joining us today, we've invited two of the volume reading team members to talk a little bit more about this important topic. Welcome, Maria and Tara. Will you please introduce yourselves? Um, I'm Maria Walther. I'm a first grade teacher in Indian Prairie District 204, and this is my 34th year of first grade. Yay. And I'm also an instructional specialist. So I support teachers in reading volume and uh, in knowing and guiding their readers. And I'm Tara Fowler. I am the director of middle school core curriculum. Great. Thank you for being here. Let's start the conversation by explaining what we mean by volume reading. Well, what we're thinking about when we talk about volume reading with teachers and with kids is that we just want the more they read, the better they get. So we want kids to have books in their hands that they enjoy and are interested in and can read and time to read them. So thinking about making sure to protect their reading time um, in the classroom. Yeah, I mean, and just to piggyback on that, I would say it's really just the work of the committee is for all of us to come together and just give ourselves permission to build that time into the day to make priority for reading or reading a priority um, so that we can foster that love of reading in kids, which is so important and a lifelong skill. Well, and some of the work that we did was that we interviewed students. So we interviewed fifth graders, eighth graders, and high schoolers. And across the board at every interview, they said the same thing. They just want time to read books that they're interested in. And so we heard from our students. The research shows volume reading is important, but we also heard from our own students that they want time to read. So we have to figure out how to give them that time. And it's like anything else. The more you do it, the better you become at it. So the more they read, the better readers they become which is a goal for all of us. So let's talk about, you started talking about students a little bit and what they feel is important, but why do we think this is important for our students? I think it, it's important for our students because it's part of that gradual re release of responsibility when teaching anything. So if we're guiding readers as we read aloud or model lessons, and then we're guiding them in small groups, they need time to practice. And I think often in our busy classroom days, the practice time is what's left off for them. Yeah, and I think, you know, it's also so important because not only is reading you know, a, a massive avenue for us to continue to learn and grow as individuals, but it's also just that creative outlet, that way to maybe escape um, from the stresses of life um, or to experience things through the eyes of another character. And I think that that is you know, really important as well. And not only just, well, and kids are still learning, they're learning about themselves. Um, and, you know, supporting our kids and helping them grow socially and emotionally is another, uh, you know, huge goal of the district. And reading is one massive way that we can support that. Well, and I agree. And I think to piggyback on the idea of social and emotional learning is that 
by putting books in kids' hands that either help them to under, better understand themselves or understand others or the world, we're, we are teaching social and emotional learning. So I think that's a way to help them become better readers, but also help them become better literate citizens. So where are we now with implementation or what has, what's been the work of this volume reading team? Well, the volume reading team met last school year for the first time, which was the 2018-19 school year, and really did some work around the book Game Changer by Donalyn Miller and Colby Sharp. So we had an opportunity to hear Donalyn, one of the authors, talk to us. And in that book, they set out the different um, components of volume reading. So the committee looked at those components and identified what is what it is that we want to do here in Indian Prairie District 204. And one of the big pieces to that was enriching classroom libraries, because that often becomes something that is the teacher's responsibility rather than the district. So uh, next Thursday, um, we will have our book fairs for elementary where teachers get to select texts for their own classroom libraries. So that's a big first step for us. Yeah, and I think the classroom libraries are so important because obviously we're blessed in this district to have incredible school libraries and great librarians that are constantly trying to fill their shelves with books that kids love. But the research does show, and they talk a lot in Game Changer and some of the other professional literature just about how when kids are sitting in the classroom, how powerful it is just to be surrounded by books, um, that it helps cultivate that culture and love of reading. And so that's why boosting teachers' classroom libraries is so important. Um, at the middle school level, also at the August Institute Day, our middle school strategic reading teachers, I get the opportunity to boost their classroom library. So that's our starting point for secondary. And the goal of the volume reading team this year is to build on what we've done with elementary, where we're boosting everyone's classroom libraries and expand that to middle school and beyond um, so that we can really grow our students as readers. I think also the work that you did with the book clubs and putting more diverse literature into the middle schools was so helpful. Yeah, we've spent a lot of time on that um, at the at the middle school level. We started in the 18-19 school year with eighth grade um, because we knew that we wanted to make some curricular changes. And so we went in and, and talked as a curriculum team about what are some of the things um, that we want to make sure that are that are representative represented in our book clubs. And so we have looked at a ton of titles. We've added a lot of really current titles, like so current um, that it's hard to even get access to them um, because they're they're selling out so quickly. Um, but we wanted to make sure that most importantly, our middle school kids could see themselves in the books that they're reading. Um, that's how kids connect in interviewing kids. We heard over and over again, they want stories about real world characters, about things that they're going through or experiencing, and they want to have some choice. Um, so we wanted to make sure that you know, they can see themselves in the books that they're reading. We also want to make sure that the that the offerings of our literature are diverse, um, not only in the characters or the types of issues or the themes of the titles, but diversity in the authors um, so that you know, an author that has experienced something firsthand um, is the one that's writing the story instead of it being by a third person account. So um, that was really important to us. And um, just that, you know, there are issues that are going to that really means something in our society today. And we want to offer up perspectives and kids to be able to have a dialogue about that and learn about that. So we started with eighth grade. And then for the 1920 school year, we now have 
all new book club titles for all of our middle school language arts classrooms, which is really exciting. And our goal is to continue to add new titles every single year so that we're staying current um, with what's out there that's the latest and greatest in terms of literature to put in the, the hands of our kids. Which makes so much sense because prior to that, we would pick something, a text, a book, a group of books, and that would be the text for a long time rather than thinking about, okay, we need to make sure the texts are matching the kids that we're seeing come into the classrooms. Yeah. And I can say just having, you know, gone to middle schools, because of course I wanted to see, you know, now it happens. Um, so getting to talk to some students about book clubs, um, it brings us so much joy just to hear them talk about how much they love the books and that they can connect the books that they're reading. And even some students have said that wouldn't really label themselves as readers, um, that they found a book that they cannot, they can't put down. Um, they're reading it at night. Um, they are reading it in between all those nooks and crannies during the school day. And then listening to them just talk about the issues or the things that, you know, what's worth talking about in those books has been so exciting. And some of that similar work this summer has been done with our lit strategies at the high school as an entry into that secondary piece as well. So we're really excited to see how that comes through as well. Can we talk just a little bit? Because if people could see you now, they'd see the excitement in your faces. And I think that's the beauty of that whole volume reading team is everyone is super excited about um, volume reading and getting the bright books in kids' hands. But can you talk about building a culture of book talks as well? Um yeah, so what we heard when we were working with teachers was w if we went out to talk about some of these books, they would ask, well, how do you know about all of the books? And so we have been trying as a district to create a book talk culture where if it's a PD Wednesday presentation, perhaps someone from the volume reading committee or our wonderful teacher librarians talk about a few books and begin to create a place where teachers are talking about books and then showing children different ways to talk about books. And so that we are sharing titles. So when they read the great book that you've selected or they've selected for their book club, then here are three other books I might want to read. So that's increasing their volume. Yeah, and some of the other things that we've done, I know a few of us have offered um, some different professional development sessions that are really about cultivating that love of reading. Um, and mixed within that, we've done some book talks and put together just a very extensive list for all different levels of readers. We can never even book talk that amount of books, but we want to make sure that teachers have that list of what are what, what are the latest and greatest, what are books that my kids might connect to that they can have access to. Those are books that they can recommend um, when they're conferring with students or that they themselves themselves might want to add to their classroom library. So we've done that. Um, we also have started opening up some of our curriculum meetings by having people sign up to do book talks um, so that their colleagues can hear about the books that they're doing. I know we have a lot of teachers and uh, some teachers in the district who have even invited some of us at district office are inviting other guests to come into their classroom and book talk um, and really just transferring that ownership to students because they they told us they do love and ha they put a lot of value in the books that their teachers recommend. But they really put a lot of value in the books that their own peers recommend. So even just taking time to give students that opportunity to share about books that they love and talk with each other about books um, is all part of the work that we're doing. Because we can't expect people to have read every book that they put in front of a student or to be able to have an understanding of all those. So the book talks really, I feel like, help teachers get an understanding of a book so that they could share a little bit about it and connect it with a student if need be. 
And also, if if you're on Twitter, you can follow the hashtag 204reads, where we're trying to create a culture of if you don't in person have the opportunity to hear a book talk, you can look through that feed and see books that your colleagues are recommending. And also, we're, I, we're really excited at the upcoming August Institute Day. I know both at um, the elementary and the middle school levels that some of the breakout sessions are completely devoted to teachers just book talking books and also just putting together an extensive list of books that anybody can access um, to see what kids love to read and what's out there that, that everybody's talking about. Um, so we have Colby Sharp coming. Kathy, did you want to share about that? Sure. Colby Sharp, as Maria mentioned, is um, one of the authors of Game Changer with Donalyn Miller. And we were fortunate enough to get him to come and speak with all of our elementary teachers about volume reading and how to get kids excited. He's very enthusiastic. And I believe some of our strategic reading teachers will also be able to hear Colby as well. So we're very excited to get everybody charged and ready and excited about volume reading. Can we talk just a little bit about what's coming next? So what's the forecast for volume reading as we start the school year? We've talked a little bit about that, but what do you see is coming next in this area? Well, I think coming next, I mean, the volume reading committee will continue to meet and work on the recommendations. I mean, because teachers are getting books, uh, money to buy books at the book fair after they hear Colby, a lot of the work is also what do you do with the books? How do you put books in children's hands? Um, how would you go about conferring about books you haven't read? So really supporting teachers in the work of, now that I have these books, how do, can I best put them in children's hands? Yeah, and I think just like we mentioned earlier, just continuing to give those opportunities for teachers to boost their classroom libraries, um, that'll be an ongoing, continuous process um, at all levels. And being aware of what's available to them and providing kids with that access and uh, diversity within their choices. We'll also take a look at our LMC collections and uh, see if we can update a little bit and make sure that they're where they would like them to be. I know we've had some good conversations with LMC directors about their collections and wanting to uh, boost them just a little bit to make it um, more accessible for kids. So we are looking at that as well. I really do want to give a shout out to that volume reading team uh, that has met. They're very excited and we're very honest about what are the barriers, um, which has been helpful for us in uh, moving forward. So we appreciate the work of that team. I also want to thank you, Maria and Tara, for your time today. We appreciate you. And do you have any final thoughts for us? I think, well, I, this... You made me think of this when you were talking about the LMCs. I think we are so fortunate, and we'll hear this from Colby and, and Donalyn, that we are in a district where we have teacher librarians in our buildings full time. And so taking the opportunity to thank them for the work that they do and use them as resources to find books for your kids. Yeah, I think the, it's this is just really exciting. We are very fortunate, and uh, we want everyone to, you know, take advantage of this opportunity in the district and share your love of reading. We'd like to give special thanks today to Janet Bulio and Clayton Urbanic for making this podcast happen. Appreciation for Maria and Tara for helping us uh, share some conversation with you about volume reading. If you have any questions or you'd like more information, please email support at IPSD.org and someone from this team will reach out to you and uh, support you. Thank you for your time today. We hope you enjoyed being a part of the conversation.